Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. This radio show is really, really important and this is being released with the article in the blog that's to do with this and this is something that I really would like you to get behind. It's just, just so important. So what this is to do with, this is to do with getting information out there about narcissism. So I'm going to go into this and talk about this and uh, I really hope that you can be as passionate as I am about this radio show and about getting this information broadcasted on a much more wider level because today and in the world and in the news we hear the word narcissism a lot more frequently than what we used to but if you were to ask the general public what makes someone a narcissist would they actually be able to tell you would they say it's someone who's full of themselves? Would they say it's someone who is arrogant and conceited and thinks that they're better than everyone else? The truth is, as we know in this community, narcissistic personality disorder, which I'm going to be referring to as NPD from this point onwards, is much more sinister than just somebody who is arrogant or conceited. Narcissists exist all over the world in every social bracket. They're often in positions of high authority. And, of course, they're very much uh, in operation on a domestic level, as we know, and they personally destroy the lives of those that are around them. When narcissists sweep into people's lives, they're often full of charm and promise, and they leave people reeling in devastation further down the track. Narcissists are able to lie to you without batting an eyelid, they can feign their sincerity, their values, their monogamy. They can tell you that you're the person that they've been waiting for all of their life. The narcissist in an intimate relationship partner sense will become your dream partner in inverted commas and they will declare that their love and attention is all about you but nothing could actually be further from the truth. So when people meet a narcissistic individual in a love relationship, you it's common that you would believe that you've met the one, your true soulmate. And in time, this person who has professed their undying love to you becomes your worst enemy, punishing you, hurting you, attacking you with any means possible and trying to turn your family, children and friends against you with smear campaigns. You'll be shattered at how purposefully the narcissist starts destroying your life, your reputation, has the ability to take your money, your energy, your emotional well-being, whilst proclaiming to all and sundry that you are the disordered one. 
Narcissists not only damage intimate partners, they also inflict incredible terror, pain and psychological damage on children and they create dysfunctional future generations. Narcissists are an incredible drain on society resources as a whole. So as you know, the people in the community and the people that don't, my name is Melanie Tonya Evans. I am a narcissistic abuse recovery expert and I've decided to do this resource, which is the accompanying article with this radio show and this particular radio show, to help individuals identify the real and common behaviours of a narcissist to ensure that they do not meet the same fate that myself and countless people worldwide have. Now despite writing as many articles on narcissism as I have, I still receive dozens of emails each week asking, is this person in my life really a narcissist or is he or she just someone who fill in the gaps? Now I know this confusion occurs for two main reasons. The first one is until you've encountered a narcissistic person, you have no idea what the crazy making is. Most people think they are losing their mind because what the narcissist does doesn't fit into any acceptable human model and until you've experienced and understood it, there is no point of reference for you to be able to make sense of it. The second reason is there's a perverse chemical addiction that happens to you physiologically which means that you're mentally, emotionally hooked to the narcissist. And as a result, your mind tries to find all sorts of reasons and excuses to exonerate the narcissist. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, known as the DSM-5, explains the symptoms of NPD as the following. And that is, he or she expects to be recognised as superior and special without superior accomplishments, expects constant attention, admiration and positive reinforcement from others, envies others and believes others envy him or her, is preoccupied with thoughts and fantasies of great success, enormous attractiveness, power and intelligence, lacks the ability to empathise with the feeling or desires of others, is arrogant in attitudes and behaviour, has expectations of special treatment that are unrealistic. There is also a belief, Wikipedia also states this, that NPD affects approximately 1% of the community. Now when we can understand narcissism intimately, which involves the ability to be the inability, narcissists are incapable of being vulnerable which means admitting defects or taking personal responsibility for their flaws, we can realise just how few narcissists would ever seek an MPD diagnosis or allow themselves to be exposed enough to be diagnosed. Narcissists are the ultimate false selves. They wear masks whenever possible and especially to avoid scrutiny about their flaws. So therefore, I believe that this percentage is quite frankly ludicrous. Now this is my belief about the DSM-5 list. It explains only some of the traits of the narcissist and certainly does not explain the mask the narcissist wears to lure you in. 
extract narcissistic supply from you and hide his or her true, damaged, shameful and disordered self. This list also certainly does not even come close to the accurate description of the outrageous, malicious and pathological behaviour that narcissists commonly act out. There are also irregularities in the existing DSM-5 list. Point one as an example is not accurate. There are narcissists who secure accomplishments. Narcissists brag and demand recognition regardless of whether or not their achievements are fabricated or real. Many people reading the DSM-5 explanation may think, yes, some of these apply. He or she does have that or be like that. But this person can also be so loving and wonderful. So then how can he or she be a narcissist? The narcissist in between narcissistic bouts, which is when his or her severely damaged true self appears, is a consummate shamelon and can appear as the most loving, accepting, supportive person you could ever imagine. This is how narcissists get narcissistic supply. A narcissistic supply is their all-consuming need for outside attention in order to emotionally survive. Narcissists have to pretend they are someone that they're not to get people hooked into them. As a result of years of assisting thousands of people recover from narcissistic abuse, which means I know their stories intimately. As well as my own recovery from two narcissistic relationships, which was a classic narcissist and an altruistic narcissist, I would like to share with you my definitions of a narcissist. Before I do, it is important to realize that there are people who can be self-absorbed and even selfish who do not have NPD. These people may even have superiority complexes, exaggerate their accomplishments and their credentials because of being insecure. And they may even fail to have sufficient empathy for others in need. This could make a person painful to be around and disappointing to have a relationship with, but it certainly does not define the horrendous destruction and tragedies which narcissists create for the non-narcissistic human community. So, in my opinion, there are absolute trademarks for an individual with NPD, trademarks which need to be understood and circulated. These behaviours cross the line from human to inhumane and in my opinion, because I have never heard or witnessed one report of case of it worked out, he or she got better, he or she stopped doing this with a person who displays some, many or all of the behaviours that I'm going to express to you. And when that's the case, it means this person has NPD, their behaviour and their actions and their motivations are malicious, their personality is untreatable, and this person is intensely dangerous and destructive to other people. It's very important to understand that upon meeting the narcissist in even the first weeks or months with this person, the following behaviour that I'm going to express in point form to you will not be evident. However, commonly there will be red flags. There will be events like exes making contact with you, stories that don't feel quite right, 
or strange reactions, accusations, put-downs, insecure or entitled comments or signs of taking umbrage that leave you feeling weird, wrong or even deeply intuitively intensely unsafe. Too many people have rationalised away these signs and they've paid gravely for it later. The following behaviours constitute an individual who will put you at severe risk emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially and oftentimes sexually and physically. And if you hang on to a relationship with this person, you can be taken all the way to your demise as a result of the narcissistic cycles of idealise, then devalue and discard. When you see the list of these extremely common narcissistic behaviours, you will understand why they are so destructive. Now I'm going to be verbally expressing them on this show and they are also on the blog in point form. If you are being abused by a narcissist, I understand you may think that you're the only person who is experiencing this insanity and tormenting behaviour. However, when you read the stories of countless others, you would realise just how common and stock standard these narcissistic behaviours are word for word. So let's have a look at the list. In my opinion, NPD behaviour is pathological lying, taking umbrage at slights that healthy mature adults just don't get upset about, being loving and adoring one moment and detesting, attacking or threatening you with breakups the next. These, you are the love of my life, slash, I'd be better off without you, cycles are often sudden, unexpected and without warning. Uses the identified emotional wound of the victim against him or her. So for example, if the victim has a fear of abandonment, the narcissist will continually threaten and or perform abandonment. If granting other women or men attention creates emotional pain, the narcissist will flaunt that behaviour regularly. If being distrusted and accused of adultery creates a painful reaction, the narcissist will deliver accusations regularly. This is followed by the narcissist denying all responsibility and blaming the other person as the cause of him or her leaving or labelling his or her victim as jealous, insecure and paranoid or flirting purposefully and deserving distrust. There is a nil ability to be vulnerable, real, honest or discuss problems rationally when feeling emotionally upset. A propensity to lash out and punish horrifically with minimal provocation, delivering behaviour that is a complete mismatch for the perceived injury the narcissist believes he or she has received. Smear campaigns created against the person who the narcissist has damaged containing fabricated and misleading evidence. Using abuse by proxy, getting other people and organisations to attack the victim on the narcissist's behalf, fuelled by smear campaigns. Nil ability to be accountable for horrendous, malicious, pathological or outrageous behaviour. Nil ability to be appropriately remorseful and fix the damage of the horrendous behaviour inflicted on the victim. 
nil ability to have empathy for the victim or for people connected to the victim, such as a victim's child, children or family. Accuses others, especially intimate partners, for all the things that the narcissist thinks, says and does. High level of entitlement to money, resources, sex and or attention. Excessive and outrageous spending habits coupled with loose and poor money management takes financial risks and gambles which create stress for the narcissist and his or her partner or family. Prone to superficiality and materialism, a need to show off and enough is never enough. Pathological and or compulsive adultery without using sexual protection which puts possible multiple partners at risk. The ability to pathologically lie and feign love and commitment to outside sexual partners to garnish narcissistic supply and or punish the current partner. The ability to keep previous partners hooked and sexually active during devalue and discard sessions while sourcing and romancing new sources of narcissistic supply. Narcissists will generally avoid being single at any cost. Previous partners are kept on the narcissist's hook with open-ended comments such as never say never. So when discarded, the narcissist has the option to revisit if sources of narcissistic supply get low or if he or she wants to act out revenge on a current partner. Perform smear campaigns about and amongst multiple sexual partners regarding why the narcissist despises, discredits or wants nothing to do with the other sexual partners so that they will not suspect or find out the truth. Apologies, empathy, accountability or make-up behaviour, if any, is long overdue and only generally after escalation of more horrendous pathological and or adulterous behaviour threats and smear campaigns, which have been discovered and undiscovered by the victim, this remorse is not consistent and contains fabricated makeup promises which are generally undelivered. Restoration is temporary and leads to repeat cycles of nil accountability, nil remorse, nil empathy and repeat horrendous behaviour. Intense anger, rage and projection and often total discard if confronted with the truth that the narcissist's issues come from unhealed childhood wounds which the narcissist is unwilling to face and deal with. So I want to now have a look at and express to you how the narcissist argues. Because one of the most surefire ways to know you are with a narcissist is identifying how a narcissist argues. To say a narcissist fights dirty and with no conscience and out of bounds twisted behaviour is an understatement. If you feel like you're trying to have a conversation with an angry, insane, malicious five-year-old child and this conversation feels like you're losing your grip on reality because a good smattering of the tactics that I'm going to express to you are being used, please know you can be 100% sure you're trying to communicate with somebody who has NPD. This is a narcissist because it is only people with narcissistic personality disorder who ever communicate like this. So the list of the arsenal the narcissist holds and uses when arguing with you is this. Avoidance. 
which is a refusing to recognise or acknowledge the incident as real or important to you. Excuses. Making up stories or reasons for the behaviour that are not genuine or valid excuses. Accusations. Blaming someone else for the wrongdoing. False apology. Saying a sorry that is not a genuine apology and expecting you to accept it. Ignorance. Claiming you never said that, that was never discussed, or the narcissist never said that. Confusion. Creating antics over trivial points in the conversation to shift and confuse the focus. Projection. Stating what you did wrong regarding the particular topic by using ammunition from the past that has nothing to do with the present incident. Using allies, quoting people real or imagined to back their story of excuses or to discredit you. Shutting down, unwilling to have the conversation or abandoning the scene to avoid scrutiny. Shifting focus, responding with displeasure to your body language or the tone of your voice to steer the conversation away from the wrongdoing. Persecution, stating how bad your accusations are and what a terrible person you are to accuse them. Denial, stating that it was incidences in your past and your fears and insecurities which cause you to make these accusations. Discrediting, stating that you are such a negative person and always look for the conspiracy theory in your conversations. Threatening, citing abandonment or punishment if you continue with the accusation. Entitlement, demanding that you recognise the positive things they have done for you and that it's unfair for you to focus on the negative. Lying, stating they did grant explanation, reassurance or did do the credible thing when these actions were not forthcoming. Condemnation, continuing the story of I did do the right thing and then being incensed at you for calling them a liar. Justification, stating I did it because of your behaviour and because you made me do these things. Triggering, using a maiming comment related or unrelated to incite you to anger and shift blame. Competition, stating all the things that they are not happy about with you as a tit-for-tat retaliation rather than addressing the issue at hand. So why does a narcissist do what they do? It's important to understand why narcissists behave in such cruel, calculating and malicious ways. Narcissists are severely emotionally damaged people who decided at a young age that the internal pain of you are worthless, no good, defective and unlovable meant that the narcissist had to kill off his or her true self and create a false self as a buffer in its place. The false self is a pathological facade constructed to gain praise, admiration, attention and be seen as omnipotent or special compared to others. This pathological self has no resources to feel whole or at peace and the narcissist needs energy from the outside world constantly reflected back to him or her to know he or she exists. The narcissist needs attention and significance, which is significance, which is known as narcissistic supply, to avoid the internal pain and to gain some relief, just like a heroin addict does. A narcissist will do whatever it takes without conscience or remorse to keep feeding the false self. 
People and things are reduced to mere objects in order to provide narcissistic supply and are punished severely and cruelly when they don't supply it adequately. The tragic thing is that narcissists have also been victims of victims because it is only scared and hurt people who hurt others. If you have never experienced a narcissist, you may shake your head in disbelief that there are people who behave like the point forms, the lists that I've expressed here. Let alone be able to believe that there is a huge cluster of people on this planet who live their life exclusively like this and cannot operate with integrity. Any integrity is only feigned by a narcissist. If you've been abused by a narcissist, you certainly know what it is like to be engulfed in such a twisted and disturbing world. So I really hope that this has cleared up your confusion and not only helped you identify whether or not you are with a narcissist, but it's allowed you to understand how damaging, dangerous and soul-destroying it is to be with one if you are. All that I've expressed here is not just the story of what I experienced at the hand of hands of narcissists. These are the identical stories, often word for word, which have happened in more people's lives than you can ever begin to imagine. So if you're listening to this radio show and you're not already a part of the New Life community, if you go to my website, which is www.melanietoniaevans.com, you can sign up for my free newsletter there and you're going to get two free e-books, so many articles, radio shows and videos on narcissism and how to recover from narcissistic abuse. So all of the content that I offer is structured in a sequential way that can give you real relief, answers and a roadmap to get your life back on track as soon as possible. Now for those of you that have been narcissistically abused and are a part of the community, this message is so important and it's about spreading the message. It is my mission to spread this information on a global scale so that men and women do not have to go through the agony and soul-destroying devastation of their emotions, their livelihood and their well-being. Now, the generation that we're in now, by empowering us with this vital knowledge, we have the ability to break away from narcissists, heal and empower ourselves and then impart the teachings to our teenagers and children how to love and honour self as well as identify people who are authentic and stay clear of people who aren't. But in order to spread this message, I need your help. So please share this radio show around. And on the blog and the article, please share that article widely with your friends, your colleagues, your family or anyone that will read it because narcissists are right throughout our society. They could, you, there could be one living next door to you and somebody being severely emotionally damaged as a result of that. So I would really appreciate it so much if you can help get this message out there. Please have a look at the blog and the article. And I really uh, absolutely encourage you to post your comments because it's going to be very, very important that when this article gets circulated, hopefully as a template 
for what narcissists really do and how to really identify them. If you can post comments which are about your experiences with those point forms. I mean, it's very, very important that the community understand that these are not isolated incidences. These are common, common behaviours of narcissists. So that people understand how serious this is, how common it is, and how when it does initially happen to somebody and you think that this is only happening in your life, that it's not because it is a condition, it is a mental disorder, and unfortunately at that level of NPD is untreatable and, and means that you need to pull away, heal and empower yourself in order to recover. So thank you everybody for uh, listening to this radio show and please get behind this mission. You know, we're going to have a window of opportunity with this article and this radio show to really get a drive behind it. I'm incredibly passionate about doing this now properly. So I hope you can back me up. So that's it from me, everyone, and lots of love, and I'll be talking to you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah.